Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This Halloween, mystery lurks around every corner. Bundle up with Disney Plus and Hulu. What are you scared of? The dark. It's spine tingling fun on Disney Plus with Haunted Mansion and Goosebumps. I'm going to need you to spread the word. Then feel the bone chilling terror on Hulu with the Boogeyman and American Horror Story Delicate. Something's happening to me. The Disney Bundle with Hulu and Disney Plus. All of these and more streaming this month. Plans starting at $9.99 a month. 18 plus only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. Right, Sharks territory. Welcome to another edition of Shark City Unfiltered. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. I am so excited to have him on today's show. He is California grown. He wore the number 86 and played defense for San Jose State Spartans men's ice hockey team. He was a part of the San Jose Sharks ice crew. Now he's the San Jose Sharks site editor for the Hockey News. You can follow him on Twitter at real underscore max underscore Miller because he's the real deal, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, it is. The Hockey News, Max Miller. Max, welcome aboard. How's it going? Thanks for having me. All right. So thank you, Max, for joining me tonight on Unfiltered. Um, before we begin with today's scheduled lineup, I want to address and get your thoughts on the latest news here in Sharks territory, that being the re-signing of Jacob Peterson and E2 Makanyemi, as well as the qualifying offers that were and were not issued today. Yeah, for sure. Look, I think Jacob Peterson, he earned he earned every right of, of that qualifying offer or sorry, that re-signing. Uh, it, one thing to know, it is a two-way deal. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. Uh, David Quinn said during his exit interviews that he was pleasantly surprised with, with how Peterson played. Obviously, he had that great point streak at the end. Um, uh, and then when, when it comes to Makanyemi, yeah, I mean, he, he just had a cup of coffee. I mean, he had two appearances in the NHL. <laughs> one of them against the Ducks was the start. He played very well. Uh, you, you know, he's still getting his feet wet. I mean, he was one of the main pieces in that Brent Burns trade. Um, they, they think highly of, of, of Ichimaki Nemi. I mean, Greer said that multiple times that they think highly uh, of, of him as a goalie. Um, and when it comes to the qualifying offers, you know, I'm not terribly surprised. Um, I think a lot of people are, are, are a little bit surprised that Mackenzie Blackwood didn't get one. Um, it's, Definitely it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not crazy when you when you deep dive into it a little bit. I mean, his qualifying offer was going to be about four point one million dollars, uh, and I don't think the Sharks want to pay four point one million dollars for a goalie who's been injury prone the last couple of years. Yes, they traded for him. I know they are. Um, they're working on a deal. Uh, I don't believe that there's anything close. Uh, neither nobody like Shang Pang or Curtis Bischelk or I have not uh, have not heard anything. All we know is that they are working on a deal. But uh, when it comes to the other two that that received the qualifying offers, Martin Kaut, I thought he was really good for the Sharks. He can bring some speed, some veteran leadership, whether that's for the Sharks or for uh, the Barracuda. Fabian Zetterlund, I liked a lot. He brings some more speed and some skill to the offense. Uh, I think he deserves a qualifying offer. Uh, he should get some sort of bridge deal. Um, Strauss Mann. You know, he didn't get a qualifying offer, neither did, did Noah Gregor. Those two, I think, of the of the rest of the non-qualified offered players, those are the two that stick out to me. 
Uh, Noah Gregor did the same thing two years in a row. He was not very good to start the season, and then he was really good late. And we've seen that story before. He just he hasn't quite figured it out. I think it's time to cut strings and open up a spot for one of the young guys. Strauss, man, look, when you sign Magnus Corona and uh, uh, you bring in uh, Georgi Romanov uh, and, and then you you bring in Blackwood now and you already have Capo uh, Kakinen who's still on the roster right now, uh, who knows what happens with Aaron Dell. But you've got some lot of players and, 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 and goalies there. I think Strauss, man, I think there is a place for him in, in some organization somewhere. But I think with the Sharks, I think he just kind of lost his place. Uh, but I think, you know, I, nothing's terribly surprising for me. Um, I do like the signings, the, the two, the, the quali- or not the, the qualifying offers of Calvin Zetterlund, and I do like the signings of, of Maki Niemi and Peterson. Yeah, to um, just elaborate on Strauss Mann, because he's one of those fan favorites that came up from the yeah. Sharks' ECHL affiliate, the Wichita Thunder. He showed great promise having been named the ECHL's goaltender of the week on January 8th in uh, the last I think in the month of October 2022, he was also the rookie of the month. Um, and that's pretty impressive when you're an undrafted goaltender. Uh, he mm-hmm. signed a deal with San Jose in April of 2022. It is unfortunate that, you know, he didn't get to, you know, maybe stay in the Wichita Thunder, but wish him all best of luck. Obviously, um, he looked, did great in ECHL. The consistency wasn't so much the same with the CUDA. Had some big games, but, um, you know, the save percentage and the goals against just wasn't as impressive as it was with the Thunder. And just to, uh, again, reinforce what you said, with McInerney Nemi now joining Magnus Krona and uh, Romanoff as being inked to the CUDA, there really isn't any reason to keep him on the books. And, um, you know, I just hope uh, nothing but the best to, um, you know, everybody that did their time here in San Jose. All right, so um, just really quick, do you? Um, I just want to get any um, – reaction on you if you wanted to and um for the whole uh mac black report that's you know mackenzie blackwood um last i heard now pardon me if i'm a little behind here because there's been so much transactions going on so much movements today in the nhl uh, but last i heard the sharks didn't qualify my offer but they're looking to get him uh, get a contract going is that still what's uh going on right now i believe yeah i mean but from from my understanding is both sides are working on a deal i mean you don't trade you know, it's a six-round pick. It's not the end of the world uh, for, for signing rights, it, you know, but you don't technically, you know, you don't go into trading for somebody's signing rights not to not to sign them. Um, would I be surprised if a deal doesn't get done? No, um, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I mean, my expectation is they'll get something done. Um, I don't know when. could be early tomorrow morning. It could be within the next 10 minutes. Um, all I know is that both sides are working. To my knowledge, there's nothing close or imminent. I haven't heard anything I haven't seen anything online that I don't follow. Um, but to my knowledge, is they are working on a deal, even though there was no qualifying offer. All right, understood. Thank you for sharing that and clarifying. And, um, you know, for some of the fans out there, I know there's a lot of noise, you know, um, a lot of, you know, speaking of giving up draft pick six-rounder for a goaltender that essentially may not be signed. And to that, I must respond and say, you know, um, it's a six-rounder, so should the Sharks do get um, – a contract going with Blackwood, you know, the risk and reward is obviously in favor of the Sharks. Low draft pick, a high reward if Mackenzie Blackwood does stay in San Jose and could get back to form like, you know, early um, COVID years. But uh, moving along here, um, so <clears throat> really quick. Um, so just now that we're all kind of caught up on some of the transactions that went down today, I kind of want to get to speak with – Max Miller, the person. So once again, I just want to introduce everybody who's joined us late. Uh, Max Miller is 
the San Jose Sharks site editor, the Hockey News. And um, what I want to really start off first off is asking you, what was it like suiting up for the Spartans, Max? Yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, you, you did your research. Uh, that's not crazy public. I mean, it's public. You can find me on Elite Prospects. I have like 12 points on there. It's wrong. But no, it's a ton <laughs> of fun. Um, you know, I originally didn't go to San Jose State. I went to a place called High Point, North Carolina, out of high school. And I played uh, played club hockey out there. But when I came back home, I went to community college. And, you know, I played beer league and whatnot. And, I, and then I played for San Jose State. And I mean, it's just, it's a bunch of guys that, you know, they take, you know, it's club hockey. It's not NCAA. I mean, I had to pay to play, but it was, it was a ton of fun. You get all the friends. I mean, I still am friends with a bunch of the guys. We have all our group chats. Uh, you know, it's fun traveling around. You, you're, you're with the boys. I mean, you get that college experience uh, of playing for a team. Yes, it was club. And I mean, the league, the ACHA is pretty serious. I mean, right, I mean, I played ACHA division two. There's three divisions. There's a women's division. There's a new league out there called the AAU. Uh, formerly known as the CHF, that I've done some broadcasting work for with uh, Black Dog Hockey, who broadcasts the San Jose State games. Um, but playing for them is a ton of fun. I mean, I learned a lot. I uh, was not a defenseman going in, but I wanted ice time, so I told the coach, I'll play defense. So I learned how to play defense and, uh, you know, just getting to know people and driving around. I mean, we went to Vegas uh, for a tournament. We went up to, to Medford, Oregon. We went to Salt Lake City. We went all around. We went down to San Diego. Uh, we've been to Arizona State. Uh, one of my one of my favorite moments is our, our first game was against Arizona State in Arizona. And my uh, my girlfriend of five and a half years, she she flew out and surprised me there. And uh, my best friend who I've known since first grade goes to ASU. And so he was able to attend both those two games and his family has a condo out there. So I was I was able to have a bunch of friends and, and, and family out at, at that first game. So it was a uh, it was pretty it was pretty special. But just playing for the state or playing for, for San Jose State was was a ton of fun. It's something that I'll cherish forever. I still got the jerseys, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I bet it was, man. I mean, I don't I can't recall any Sharks um, coverage writers out there that were former, you know, um, athletes, especially at a college level. Um, but with that being said, I was just curious. How does this experience on the ice as a player, like how does it help make you or how does it influence your style of writing when you're covering um, like the sounds of sharks? Um, well, see a little bit, uh, you know, since I've started covering the sharks full time, um, I did some work for the AP just doing some game recaps. I was a contributor for, for San Jose hockey now last season. Uh, you know, not, not nearly to the level that I'm, I'm covering the sharks now, you know, fully, you know, I was credentialed last year. You go to games, but I didn't, I couldn't, you know, I could go to practices, but it wasn't one that, you know, Shang was there. Now this is all on me. So I would say, you know, I haven't fully experienced that yet. Uh, uh, but I would say, you know, when it gets to kind of in game time or let's take next week, for example, you know, development camp, like a lot of the drills they run are some drills, the same drills that I've, I've run in practice in two years ago. Like, I think familiarity and things that I'm looking for, 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 I guess, let's say development camp again. Right. So for players to be successful let's say Will Smith is doing something in a drill next week, I can be able to point that out maybe than some of the other guys. Now all the, all the other writers are, are great writers and I'm sure they know their hockey just as well as I do, if not better. Uh, but, you know, just being, having that on ice experience and having, uh, you know, knowing what they're experiencing and maybe seeing some tendencies or some feelings or, or small little like plays that they may make on the ice may influence how I write or, analyze a player or something like that but uh from an on ice for me playing to writing um i wouldn't you know i would say i could relate that more to like broadcasting uh, when it's writing it's pretty pretty cut and dry if i'm being honest with you it's you know mm -hmm. in journalism you know you, you're taught to write what is happening and nothing more 
time. You know, mm-hmm. you can have your opinion articles, but you need to back it up with fact. But when it comes to writing, you know, practices and games and whatnot, here's what happened and here's what they said about it. So, uh, you know, when I think it's just kind of analyzing the plays, I think is where I can relate it the most. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. So, um, again, I just want to get a little, get to, you know, introduce you to everybody out there who may not be familiar with you, um, in Sharks territory. I'm very interested in, um, hearing a little bit more about your journey. So, um, as I've said on top of the hour, you apparently were on the Sharks, um, ice team. That's correct. Right. So how did that come about? Can you please go into that, um, that whole experience? Uh, well, I found that job on Twitter. Um, they just tweeted out, Hey, we're looking for skaters. And I was like, I'll do it. And I knew some guy on the team that I played high school with. I'm still friends with them to this day. I'm still friends with a bunch of people on the ice team to this day. Um, you know, I did it all the way up until last season. I did it for four years. Uh, I, I mean, it was kind of, it was really cool during the, during the COVID season because I worked every single home game except for the very last one. So even when they started letting in those like 1500 fans or whatever, I, I was at every game and they, they spaced it out in the corners. If you remember watching games, then mm-hmm. I was right at the glass watching the games. I got to go to every sharks game and I got COVID tested for every game. So I was, I mean, you know, I was out and about, but like I was getting COVID tested. So I was extra safe when I was around my family, but right from an, from an overall perspective, doing that was so much fun. I mean, who loves to, I mean, you get to watch hockey from the glass and get paid for it. And then you get to skate next to NHL players. It was super easy too. So like, I mean, you just go up and back twice, you make really good friendships. And we've actually built a, a beer league hockey team uh, based off the, based off the icing. We're called the uh, EDWS every day we're shoveling. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. It's, uh, my friend Joey came up with it. I'm actually, uh, I, I run as the captain of the division five team. I play a little bit higher than that, but I, you know, I play that, that level to play with some friends, but we've got two levels of it. Uh, we've expanded obviously past most, uh, you know, we need enough players. So the one ice team isn't enough. And obviously it's a bunch of players who are on the team now or former um, and obviously people that we know around, but it's, uh, it was a ton of fun. And, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's a part-time job, but it's, it's fun. It's cool. You get to experience it. It's, I mean, you get to skate next to NHL players. What's, what's not to like. Right. So I be catching a lot of the content on the Sharks Audio Network. And I heard you yesterday talking to one of the prospects. Apparently, um, there's a close residence. You shared a residency, not necessarily the same house, but the same city as one of our prospects. Can you go into that? Yeah. So Eric Polkamp uh, was uh, was drafted in the fifth round. He was 132nd overall. So when we talked to him yesterday on Zoom, uh, he, he said his sister lives out in Hayward. I'm in Union City. But if I were to cross the street, I'd be in Hayward. Um like, so like I'm literally, like, I probably live around the corner from this. I have no idea who he is. I, you know, he's a prospect, but as soon as he said, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try and talk to him next week and be like, Hey, I live in Hayward. I live in Hayward. <laughs> what do you want to do? I'll take you out to lunch, but no, obviously he'll be busy with development camp and whatnot, but right. that was pretty cool. I mean, you know, he said he's never been to, to, to California, um, but obviously it'll be cool for him to, to see his sister out here. And, and, you know, I live in union city. I am, I am working on trying to move closer to San Jose. It's going to be a little bit of a travel, but, uh, uh, me and my girlfriend working with jobs and whatnot with the with moving, but it, you know life things. But uh, with that, it was pretty cool. Small world that you know this player that was drafted by the Sharks, his sister lives in Hayward, uh, which is which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool, man. So um, obviously, you're having these conversations with your new role at the Hockey News. Um, can you just go a little bit into how long you've been there? A little bit more detail and exactly like um, some of the how do I say this properly? Like some of the things you've been enjoying with your new role as a site editor, I mean, having given access to the Sounds of Sharks uh, posts during the press conference got to be amazing. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, I got kind of like a taste of it last year when I was working with Shang, uh, helping him out on his site. Can you go into how that opportunity came in, if you don't mind? Uh, for, for Shang? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, a lot of it's just kind of timing and, 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 you know, being able, you know, I have a journalism degree. I have an associate's and a, and a bachelor's degree in journalism. So um, it's not something that's like, oh, look, I, I, I want to write for the Sharks. Let me just ask yeah, this yeah. guy randomly if I can write for the Sharks. It's like a gig, you know, right? Yeah. It's... Right, right. So Shang posted on, on Twitter like, hey, I'm looking for some contributors, people to help out. So it's not something that he was like, you know, I'm sure he got a ton of people to help out. But, you know, I sent him some of my work. He wanted some references. I just gave him some old teachers and, and professors and things like that that I use as references. Uh, and that was a ton of fun. You know, I didn't go to too many, you know, I went to all the games, uh, almost every home game last year, but I covered them for the Associated Press. Uh, and I went down to the visitors' locker room almost every time for quotes. Well, Shalana Goldman, who is the NHL.com writer for San Jose, mm-hmm. uh, or one of them, I should say, for uh, would get the Sharks quotes and then we'd share quotes. But when it comes to writing for SJHN, uh, you know, he would send me some quotes. Or if I were to go to practice, let's say he was under the weather or something, I would go to practice and get quotes. And, and it was kind of like a really good learning process. Um, Shang knows his hockey. I mean, that's that's not a statement. Um, he 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 runs a tight ship there, and 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 more power to him. Uh, because that's why, I mean, he runs a tight ship, but it, I mean, you see the quality of his content. I mean, there's no, yeah. there's no grammatical mistakes. There's nothing. He's got a specific style he sticks to, and it's something that I strive to get to. And, you know, he and I are still in contact. Obviously we'll be working, I guess you could say as competitors, but like <laughs> side, if you will, you know, I mean, I've seen during the whole James Reimer incident last year. I mean, you had Corey Curtis, uh, Shang and me helping Shang out all sharing quotes because it was a lot of, it was a lot of quotes to transcribe. Uh, you know, it's a good group of people that I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be working next to, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say working against, I mean, at the end of the day, we're covering the same thing. Absolutely. Uh, We're here to help each other out and it's a good crew to, to be a part of. Uh, but yeah, so getting back to that main point, you know, I just saw you post on Twitter. I sent him some articles, uh, that I'd written for, for, uh, the spear, which is called, uh, which is the, the sports magazine at, at San Jose state. And, uh, you know, covered some, some games for them as well for San Jose. It was while I was in college. Um, and I, I did, a, did a little bit of stuff, you know, remotely. And then I got the AP job. So it was kind of a good kind of building year last year uh, for, for building, you know, where I am now to get me where I am now. So I had a year of kind of covering hockey and now getting to THN. You know, I've been with them since the end of April. Um, pretty much right, uh, right after exit interviews, right when news died, I started, which was the worst time to start. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh, you know, from, from a THN standpoint, um, you know, they, they've been building up our team sites. Um, I, I don't know the number off the top of my head. I think we're getting close to having every single team uh, for the team sites. I mean, that was truly a timing thing, uh, to be totally frank. I almost took a job writing for the Golden Knights with somebody else. Oh. Um, but then this, this Sharks opportunity popped up, um, and, and it was something I couldn't pass up because uh, partially it's the team that I've already known. I, you know, I grew up watching mm-hmm. um, and, and going to games and working for it and all this, that, and the other. And then obviously with my girlfriend and I here, you know, both of our families are here. It was just an opportunity of being able to stay in the same place, cover a team I'm more familiar with. And um, uh, as well as, you know, the familiarity with the, with the media relations department, right? I know all the media relations people. I know where to go with the SAP center. I know where to go for the practices. I know who to contact for what. Um, it's just, it was, it was a much easier opportunity for me to, to feel like I could grow into it and, and really get my feet wet because I'm not going into something blind. I have a familiar idea of, of what I'm walking into. That sounds like an amazing journey. Um, just to add on to what you're saying, um, it is very apparent the type of, um, experience and quality of, um, 
content, I guess the way the best way to say it, content creators that Shane Payne has had his influence on. He's um I believe it was Elliot Freeman and pardon me if I'm mistaking the source, but he referred to him as a grinder. Um and then the hockey news in general, just for me, I'm an old school sharks fan. I'm just gonna say it straight out straight out the bat. I don't want to put an age on it, but I remember when I was a younger man, I used to get the hockey news publication from the newsstand. And um I think this would be a good opportunity if you would like to um, perhaps uh, just do a quick plug for the hockey uh, for the hockey news. I know they have a thing where you get a free issue. Yeah, so if you sign up, you get a free issue. Uh, you get a free, you know, if you if you sign up, get a hockey news account, you'll get a you know sign up for the magazine, you'll get a free issue. Um, a lot of our our Stanley Cup stuff and our draft stuff uh, uh, is is a lot of good content uh, on the magazines. It's 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 cool stuff to have access to. Uh, we've got a lot of great writers there. And I think, you know, just adding in what the hockey news is trying to do now with all the, the team sites, uh, the team editing sites, the beat reporters, obviously they've had, you know, uh, some other sites. I think the Toronto one is our longest standing one, but growing out, I mean, we've got a lot of good writers. We've got uh, Rachel Dory, Stefan Rosner, Sammy Silver. I mean, all those people are, are tremendous writers. Um, Stefan is, is one of the main guys who helped me get this job. Stefan and Sammy, I, I do appreciate their help a lot. Um, you know, they used to write for, for a hockey now site, uh, the Capitals and the Islanders, and they've, they've moved on and they've moved up to the hockey news and, and talking with them and, and getting in contact with them through Shang helped me get this job. So, uh, you know, I, I think the hockey news, they've got a really good base. They're bringing in a lot of people to set up the team sites, uh, properly. So if you're looking for, you know, for team news coverage, I'm not trying to cut off any of the other sharks coverage, right? I'm going <laughs> to give you everything I got. I mean, we're all different outlets. We're all providing the same things, but for, for other hockey news, we've got a women's hockey writer, and especially with the news coming out recently with the uh, with the PHL, uh, you know, it looks like we're going to have a, their own starting next season in 2024, our, our own uh, professional women's hockey league that I think is going to partner with the the NHLPA. There's still some some question marks there, but that's um, I believe that's Ian Kennedy. That's that's he's our he's our women's writer. But uh, from the from the hockey news standpoint, yeah, sign up, you get a free issue. Our draft our draft. Um, our draft magazine is is so detailed, it is it is awesome. Um, I recommend that one highly. I believe you get to pick which one you want to do. I haven't looked too much into it. Um, I've been focusing on writing my own stuff. But yeah, no, THN is a great spot. Um, this is our new endeavor to get more information for every team and have somebody covering every team. We've got a lot of great writers, and uh, so if you're if you're looking for any team sites, just go on thehockeynews.com, and then if you go, you'll see NHL teams. Or if you want to go specifically for this case, the, the Sharks, it's just thn.com slash San Jose. And you'll pop right up to my site. Outstanding. All right. So I think it's a good time to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will cover the Southern Sharks draft class of 2023. I'm going to get Mr. Miller's unfiltered takes on each prospect. Uh, Sharks City and Filtered will return after these words from our sponsors. All right. So just a quick reminder for those of you out there who are enjoying the program on YouTube, Facebook, drop a chat and we will just uh, we'll send it Mr. Miller's way. Send a comment. And if you're on um, Twitter, by all means, just kick back, enjoy the program, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you are. I'm Aaron James. With me is the Hockey News. Max Miller will be right back. Stay right where you are. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsback app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 on bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. 
in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game opt-in required. Max bet $50, 10-plus leg reg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com, DraftKings. Pardon me. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. All right. Thank you, everybody, who has been enjoying the program at Top of the Hour. I am Aaron James, and I am joined by Max Miller of the Hockey News. Max, thank you so much. You've been giving so much. Um, I mean, first of all, you sound very humble. You sound very um, experienced with. So for some of you out there who be, you know, may think Mr. Max Miller is just arriving on the scene for covering the Sharks, he's been in the building for an extended amount of time. Um, obviously, we just covered his experience as a San Jose State uh, Spartan men's ice hockey player. He was also down at the tank as an ice crew. He had gotten his start with AP and Shane Payne sounds a hockey now. And now he is leading the hockey news site for sounds of coverage. Okay. So Max, let's um, get into the whole uh, reason we met today, which is to just kind of review the sounds of sharks draft class of 2023. Now that both days are behind us, we could reflect on all these, uh, you know, what really is Mike Greer's first like real season with all his people, all of his scouts, in place. This is his first draft as like real draft as a general manager, in my opinion. So uh, first and foremost, I would just like to know um, like, you know, your reaction to the first, um, the first two selections and day one, that being Will Smith and Quinton Musty. Um, so Will Smith, I think is, is a tremendous player. I think he's a great pick. I graded as a B plus only because I wanted Matt Michkov. Um, who knows? You know, obviously, there's the, there's the rumors going around that he he only met with the teams that he wanted to go to, mm-hmm. um, and, and another rumor came out today that possibly after this season in Russia, he'll figure out a way to mutually agree with with SKA St. Petersburg and 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 come over to the Flyers next season. Um, I just you know he rivaled Connor Bedard for the number one overall pick. I mean, if he plays in juniors and he's that good, he's the number two overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but Will Smith, you know, I'm not trying to knock him. I mean, he's a tremendous player. It's a safe pick. Um, when we asked Mike Greer, did you ever meet with him? And we asked him multiple times. He said, quote, multiple times. We've met with all the Russian players that we wanted to meet with. <laughs> so he wouldn't give us anything. So it makes me think they didn't meet with him. But, I, you know, that's that's pure speculation. Right. Um, but Will Smith, I think he, he's got all the talent in the world to be an elite, an elite number one center in the NHL. Uh, there's the thought process that he might move to wing. Um Look, Chris, the director of amateur scouting, Chris Morales, said, you know, he's drafted as a center. He's played center his whole life. The expectation is he will be a center. If he needs to move a wing, then then they'll do it. But right now he's a center. Um, in terms of uh, uh, when he could arrive in the NHL, he's going to BC, Boston College this season. 
if he has a really good season and the Sharks want to bring him over this season, I think you could see him have six, seven, eight games, kind of like Henry Thrun did at the end of last season. Um, but I think, you know, I, I, he's a tremendous player, great speed, skill. He can drive the play. I mean, he's got the puck and a stick all the time, which is something the Sharks were lacking. Mm-hmm. As for Quentin Musty, I love this pick so much. I think he could have easily gone in the top 16, 17 picks, and the Sharks got him at 26. That should say something. I mean, he he had an offer to go play with Will Smith at the U18 National Development Mental Team in the U.S., uh, and he decided against it. He decided to stay in the OHL with the Sudbury Wolves and killed it. I mean, he was tremendous for them. I mean, he was their alternate captain. Uh, he 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 had a lot of points. I mean, let me pull it up right here. I mean, he had, he had 78, right? Yeah, 78 mm-hmm. points in 53 games, 70, uh, 71 penalty minutes. Uh, I mean, he's a grinder. He plays he plays the game smart. He plays the game well. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a terrific pick uh, uh, for what they hopefully get if they if he develops properly, which you know I expect him to do so. Right, he was the rookie of the year in the OHL in twenty one twenty two, and the former uh, number one overall pick in the OHL in twenty twenty one. Yes, and um, I believe he was also in the international game right for the Helinka Gretzky Cup. Am I mistaking that? I am not sure on that one. Oh, you know what? I think he may have been. But we're going to move on from that to the second round. Uh, first, first, let me react. Um, I, I, I feel you. So we're going to keep it unfiltered. We're going to keep it true. But we're not going to be, you know, um, all over the place. We're not going to be disrespectful or whatever. But I feel you. A lot of Sharks fans were kind of um, – they had kind of resonated with what you were saying about Michkov. I think Will Smith is going to be an excellent addition to the San Jose Sharks. Um, he, uh, for those of you who may not know, he was on the USA Hockey's national team development program for under-18 team, and he also played, I believe, in under-17. Um, he was the most valuable player of the 2023 um, International Ice Hockey Federation, pardon me, uh, under-18 World Championship and BioSeal All-American Game. And he tied Jack Hughes' United States record with 20 points in a single um, under-18 Worlds tournament. And he helped the United States win gold. So, um, you know, Mike, here's the man with the plan, and I'm trusting it. This, Listen, listen, Sharks fans. Um, the status quo, let, let, let's shed let's shed the status quo with how we react to transactions, how we react to trades, how we react to draft picks. Let's just trust the process. Mike Greer is the man in charge now, and this is his first year. I mean, it's 2023. It's now time to get current with this decade in the future of Sharks hockey. So I am all for it. So um, really quick here, let's just move uh, forward to day two. Um, you know, we could do this one really quick if you want to do like a rapid fire. Just, you know, your thought process on the other um, seven skaters that were added to the San Jose Sharks in rounds two through seven. Yeah, uh, the biggest the biggest thing, you know, for round two or three with Casper Halutin and, and, and Braden Svoboda, I said that, Svoboda, I guess, Braden Svoboda, there it is, uh, is they added size. They added size, 6'2 uh, and 6'3, both players. Um, and then they went on a string of three three defensemen in a row, Axel Landin, 6'2 defensemen. Uh, but my the one I want to point out here is, is the Luca Kegnani, who, who could have easily gone in, in the third round, maybe even late second. Um, they got some great value. He's feisty. He plays with some pushback. He plays with an edge. Not the biggest of player, but he can skate like the wind, and he's got a lot of good offensive instincts. Uh, when it comes to David Klee and, and Jaeger Romevsky, I mean, look, again, they added some size, especially with, with Romevsky. Um, and, and, you know, you're almost going to – you're not throwing darts at the wall and hoping they stick. But when it comes to late round picks, obviously they've done their scouting. But I think that of the day two picks to point out, the uh, the Luka Kegnati pick uh, – 
excuse me, is the is is the pick of day two in my opinion. I think they got again just like Musty, great value, and I think he he's a, a tremendous uh, a, a potential to, to be an NHL player. Yes, Luca Kegnani. I know some of you out there on Twitter seen my late night fat finger typo. My apologies. No disrespect to the uh, 123rd overall um, selection of 2023 uh, draft. Um, just to build upon what you're saying. Um, you know, he had 36 points in 63 games and was the Winterhawks Rookie of the Year. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm really looking forward to the prospect scrimmage that's going down. The Barracuda shared it on their Twitter. The tickets are ac- absolutely free, all right? You can access the event for free. You just got to be able to go um, and sign up for it, all right? So I encourage everyone to do so. It looks like we're going to get a look at a lot of these um, young men that we just picked up. Uh, first, first, I, so so as I as we get toward the tail end of this show, Max. First, I want to say thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come on to this program and talk Sharks hockey. Um, I would like to end the uh, program tonight with, uh, if you're open to the idea of sharing with us what your favorite San Jose Sharks moment or memory was, it could be anything related to Team Till. Um. Uh, so my. I would say my favorite moment was game seven against uh, Vegas. It's pretty, pretty standard, but uh, there's a little bit of backstory for it behind it for me is because uh, backing up to game six when Hurdle scored the shorthanded uh, double overtime winner to push to game six, texted the ice team boss. I said, hey, if, if you need me, I'm available. I was I was scheduled for games one, two, and five. Um, and then I was at Diablo Valley College at uh, 2.30. I was walking out of my last class, and I got a text saying, hey, can you work game seven? Sure, I'll be there. Nice. I'll work at game seven, no problem. Little did we know what would happen. Um, but I mean, I've never been in a building that 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 is that loud. Um, I was in attendance for the Tomas Hurdle through the leg school. Um, wow. My dad's a Ranger fan, born and raised in New York, so that that has bled on me a little bit. So I was a little <laughs> torn on that one. Still am to this day, but I'm covering the Sharks. I enjoy the Sharks. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more, but I mean, there's been some special moments. Um, I've been. I've seen the ups. I've seen the downs. Uh, the one game that I didn't go to that I really missed that I really wanted to go to was the Don Skoy Stanley Cup final winner. I went to game four. I did not go to game three. Okay. Uh, but I would say my all-time favorite would be the game seven, just because I got to work it. I was I was at ice level. I mean, if you watch the Berkeley Goodrow goal, if you zoom in on the people and teal behind the net in the in the little Zamboni here, we're jumping up and down. We're going crazy. I mean, things. I've never been in a building that loud before. Now, yeah, that was an amazing time, and you know, give it. Give it some time and we'll be right back there. That tank will be packed and it will be just as loud, if not louder. Um, Max, again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, everybody out there, you could follow Max on Twitter at real underscore Max underscore Miller. You can catch all his content on the hockey news. I'm going to leave the floor open to you for any last moment, um, you know, any last moment comments or plugs. The floor is yours, Max. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. Yeah, so that's my Twitter. Just, you know, go ahead and follow that. I'll have a ton of stuff for you. Sorry, um, that was Sebastian James doing his no job. Worries. No worries. Uh, yeah, so that's my Twitter. Follow me there. I'll be posting on Facebook as well. Um, keep an eye on all the hockey news coming up. All of our team sites, if you're looking specifically for the Sharks, easy to remember, it's THN, the hockey news. So just THN.com and you'll you'll pop right over to, to my site. Um, yeah, I mean – I'll be active on Twitter constantly all the time, uh, and and I'm happy to get started, and, and I'll have all the news coverage you need at, at development camp. 
And I look forward to reading all your coverage, Max. Thank you so much again for your time. Everybody in Sharks territory, let's uh, follow Max online and, you know, get ready for an amazing, amazing uh, season coming up. He has – I'm pretty sure you'll be a busy man tomorrow with the free agency uh, frenzy and yep. the prospects uh, scrimmage is coming up uh, this 4th of July uh, holiday. All right, Max, have a great rest of your evening. Everybody out there in Sharks territory, give him a follow again at real underscore Max underscore Miller on Twitter. I'm Aaron James. This is Max Miller from the Hockey News. We are going to sign off for the rest of the evening, all right? Thank you, Max. You have a good night. Thank you. And you too. Thank you to everybody who's been enjoying the show from top of the hour. This has been Shark City Unfiltered with Max Miller of the Hockey News. Everybody have a great rest of your evening.